Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Financial Coaches Podcast. Cody and I are excited to be here with you today to talk about a question that we received inside our group. And so I'm just going to read that question to you real quick. And then Cody and I are going to kind of dissect a little bit about what how we'd like to respond to that. Uh, so the question comes from a wonderful person in the group who will rename, remain nameless for today, just for uh, uh, anonymity purposes. But if you want to see who it is, jump on in the group. Um, she says, question for coaches that have an email list and send regular emails. Do you personally contact the people that open the email each month? So welcome, Cody. I'm glad that you're here today to dissect this with me. I saw that you had jumped on and, and asked the person, well, why not? And I loved her answer. Right. So <laughs> I'm actually going to read her answer because it actually plays into this. She says, um, because I would say something like, uh, hi, you read my email, why? And uh, obviously she's right. laughing at herself and, and we kind of chuckled at that as well. And I just want to bring this up because I think so many times there is that sense of, okay, so we did this first step. Now what? What do we do next? So let's hear, let's hear what you have to say about that a little bit. Yeah. So I was thinking about this uh, before we started this podcast and I came up with the term Pro or foro, foro, <laughs> which nobody's heard of foro. No, but a lot of people have heard of FOMO, yes, which is fear of missing out. But foro is the fear of reaching out. Love it, right? Yep. And I think that that's just exactly what this is. Um, and I know for a fact that so many coaches really struggle with this, um, and not even not even like in just the financial coaching world, but like just in the coaching world in general. Mm -hmm. um, and I know that for a fact because I am in a group with, it's like a, a like a coach, it's a coaching group for coaches of all different types of coaches. And this is something that comes up in that group quite a bit actually. You know, people are like nervous to reach out. They don't know how to reach out to potential clients. Um, and a lot of it comes from a fear-based thing because they don't want to be that person that's like, you know, hey, I'm reaching out and I'm trying to like sell you something. Right. But that's not really the case. Right. You know, like you're, you're reaching out because you want to learn more about these people um, and you want to see if you're able to help them, which is, in fact, a service. And that's what we provide. Um, but for some reason, there's just that like wall in between us and the client. Um, and that can really hold back our businesses and it can also hold back the service that you're providing to these people, um, to help them make their lives better, you know? So yeah. I think that this is something that we really need to discuss, uh, because it can be very, very helpful to both the clients and the coaches too. Yeah, I agree. So where do you think some of that, that fear of reaching out comes from? I know you mentioned like there's that that wall because the person we are afraid the person's going to think that we're selling them on something. Where do you think that concept comes from or that idea that every time we make a phone call, it's going to be feel salesy? I think that it could come from several different places. Um, but one could be that maybe we have had a situation in the past ourselves to where we felt that way about other people, you know, that like, Oh, like this person is just reaching out just because of this reason or that reason they want to get money from me or whatever it might be. 
And we, we don't want to be those people because I feel like, especially financial coaches, like we really have big hearts and we really want to help people and we really don't want to come off the wrong way. Um, but unfortunately that can hold us back and that can hold people who actually need help from receiving the help. Um, so that's one area that I think it could come from. Another area too is that maybe people just don't feel like they have the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like the validation mm. to reach out. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe because they're like, you know, yes, I'm trying to be a financial coach, but I also know that I don't know everything and I don't want to pretend like I know everything. Or maybe I'm a newer coach and I just don't have my like footing or my comfortability in there yet. So I'd rather people come to me like that kind of thing. Um, but at the same time, like the way that you get better at things and the way that you grow with things is by trial and error. Yeah. It's by trying. And if it worked great, keep doing that. If it didn't work, then cool. Like learn from it, adjust a little bit and try it again. Um, and I also think that another place that it comes, comes from is just the fear of the word no, mm. which I can only, I, I can totally understand that because, you know, receiving a no, it can be discouraging. It can be like, man, like I am not good enough, you know, like imposter syndrome kind of stuff. But at the same time, like, I don't, I don't know who said this, but you know, a yes lives in the land of no. Mm. So I've heard it too. I don't remember who said it either, but I have heard that. And I yeah, agree. Yeah. And so I'm not afraid of no's. Um, and in fact, like if I ever am talking to someone and I, I find that like maybe the conversation started and they were interested at first, but they, for, for whatever reason, like haven't scheduled yet. And like, I've touched base with them a couple of times and they're like starting to distance themselves a little bit. Um, one of the things that I say to people is just like, Hey, like, are you, are you still interested in this? Or like, have you given up on this? Because, you know, if so, yes, you know, I would love to help you. Um, but if not, like, just let me know because I can take a no as graciously as I can a yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I think that it comes from those three areas. Yeah. I love that. And uh, especially since I just totally put you on the spot, <laughs> you, you're able to pull those and that's, that's really cool. I think the other thing too, and this probably doesn't have to do as much with fear of, of reaching out. However, um, maybe just not being super organized. So I can tell you that that's one of the things that would absolutely stop me. If I have this giant email list and I'm sending out emails, like what stops me from following up? It would absolutely be one of two things. The first one would be not remembering to follow up. So not having a solid system in place for those reminders to take place. And then also not knowing what to say. So very much like our poster said, uh, you know, I'd just be like, um, why did you, I'm glad you reached out and why? Um, so I think that her response actually says two things. One, it kind of feels a little creepy because it's like, I know you opened my email, like I'm watching you, right? So, so with all of the, um, the tracking and the stuff that we have in our possession right now at, at our disposal, it's like, we kind of know that we're being watched, but it still feels weird when someone says, Hey, I watched you. I watched you open this. Like, how come you, how come you haven't clicked on my link yet? So I think there's that piece of it. Um, but also the, 
the follow-up question of, so now what, what do I say to you? Like, why did you open my email? Or um, do you want to buy something from me? Or would you like to schedule a thing? Like just not really understanding or knowing what it is we're going to say to them when we, when we reach out. So uh, I think sometimes we can get just lost in our own heads, <laughs> that whole analysis by paralysis, because it's like, well, if you are a people person and chances are, if you're listening to this podcast and you have decided to launch a financial coaching business, you are likely a people person. You know how to have a conversation. And we forget that we are actually good <laughs> at what we set out to do. And so right. it's like, we think that we have to have this sophisticated sales script in front of us. And it's like, no, they really don't even want that. They just want to have a conversation. So if you can get out of your own head and realize that they're just wanting you to have that next statement, you know, you don't have to listen to respond. You just need to listen to understand. And then that response is going to come for you. Uh, I think that's, that's a really important piece. So what can we do to set up systems for those reminders or systems for how to maybe spur the conversation so that we can kind of eliminate those two things that are stopping us? Yeah. So I personally use a, uh, a tool called Trello. Okay. Um, it's free and it works for me. I know that other people use other things, but I really like it. Um, and I use that for both my clients and my leads as well. Um, so for like my clients, like, you know, I'll have things in there like notes. Um, I'll have, you know, like certain files or attachments that I email them that I put in there as well. So it's all in one place. Mm -hmm. um, and it allows me to set up reminders. So, you know, if, I, if I'm meeting with someone on a monthly basis, I like to check in halfway through the month. So I'll set myself a reminder and then it reminds me to check in. Um, so, you know, stuff like that. But then with leads, you know, it, it, it becomes pretty sophisticated. Like I have like certain boards, they're called, mm -hmm. to where it's like, okay, I have a board that's like a lead. Then I have a warm lead board. I have a hot lead board. And I have, um, you know, like I, I'm hosting a webinar soon. So I have like things in there that, that I've seen people show interest in it. So I have a list of names there. Uh, I have you know, past clients, uh, open leads is what I call them is what, like, maybe we've talked before, but nothing happened kind of thing. Okay. Um, you know, they're, they're just different categories. And with every person, you can set up a reminder on a certain day and time to reach back out to them. Um, and I even did this recently. Uh, so I'm, I'm host, I'm hosting a webinar, uh, next week. And, um, I, I just went through all my open leads, which is people I've talked to before, but nothing happened. Okay. And I, and I walked through them and I like reached out to every single one. And I just said, Hey, like I can, I can actually read the message to you. Uh, let me see here. I said, Hey man, hope all is well. You came across my mind and I wanted to see how things have been going for you as of lately. I know we briefly spoke about finances and nothing came up, came come, nothing came of it, which is totally fine. But I just want to let you know that I uh, want to give you access to a free masterclass that I'm doing on May 12th. Uh, it's called Master Your Money for Millennials, Three Keys to Get Your Money Up and Debt Down. I figured that this may be a helpful resource to you 
if you see value in it and it would be an easy way to get some help and support that's free as well. So if you'd like, I can send you the link to register, but just so you know, I'm only allowing so many people into it. So if you want me to send it over, since we've talked about this before, just let me know. I'd love to have you let me know if you want access to it. Mm -hmm. Something simple, mm -hmm. you know, and I did that to probably like 30 or 40 people. And I think that like 12 of them got back with me and um, I sent over links to 12. And so far, I think six have signed up. Oh, great. So, you know, it's, it's just some, something like that. Like, even if you've had a conversation with someone in the past and it didn't work out, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're done right. and that you should never talk to them again. Right. You know, um, and even with like this situation with this individual in our group regarding her email list, you know, I asked her like, why not? Right. Just mm -hmm. to kind of get her thinking. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, and then she came up with that response and I told her, I was like, Hey, I would reach out to them and just say, thanks for being a consistent reader. Um, and I hope that you've been getting value from it. Mm -hmm. And then ask them if they if there's anything that you can do beyond the emails to help them and just see what they say. Yeah. And if they say like, oh, no, like, you know, I just really enjoy the content. Thank you so much. Cool. But if they say, yeah, like, I think that I might benefit from this or that. Cool. Either way, you can still offer them like a free gift, you know, like a free like thank you gift as like, thanks for just being a supporter of my of my email list. Mm -hmm. um, I'd love to give you a free discovery session and get you some support. Yeah. I mean, open up the conversation. I mean, it might turn into a potential call, which then might turn into a potential client. Absolutely. I think the way that you worded that too, just this, this last one right here was um, I think it was along the lines of thanks for being a consistent reader and while that kind of indicates that we know they've opened up the emails, they don't really know that that's what that means. Cause it could just mean like, Oh, she sent this to everybody, you know? So it, it kind of reduces the creep factor a little bit, <laughs> I think. Um, and so, so uh, I think that I only bring that up because if that's something that keeps you from wanting to reach out and it, it kind of reduces that. So, I like that you did that. I also like that you um, offered something that was of value just for being a subscriber, technically. Um, you're, you're not necessarily sending that out to all subscribers. You are handpicking the ones who you know are opening and who might be more likely to engage. So you can actually have the opportunity to personalize that a little bit more if you know anything about that lead. So, so that's cool. Um, I, I wanna jump back just a few minutes to uh, the whole Trello thing. Because I admittedly have tried using Trello. I did not give it very much of, a, of an opportunity to prove itself to me um, because it just didn't fit with what I liked. However, that, that doesn't mean that it's not awesome. I didn't even realize that you could set up reminders through that. So that shows you how far I got before I quit. Right. <laughs> um, so if you're listening today and, and you're like, yes, I want to try that. And then you get discouraged, know that you're not the only person who's gotten discouraged, but I did not go through any sort of training. No one ever walked me through it. So if you've got somebody who knows what they're doing and then they can walk you through that, it might be a lot more intuitive. Um, but do you have to physically set up every single person who's on that board? Or like, do you set up a board that then you can, when you add someone to that board, it kind of automates a, a, a workflow system? There might be a way to do that. 
I personally don't know okay. of that. So you're um, physically so, adding each individual to whatever board. And yeah, then, I am. And then the reminders, are you setting up the reminders when you add them to the board? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. All right. So, but honestly, it, it doesn't take a lot of time. Like, you know, I set up a few people today in mm-hmm. my uh, leads board and it took me like, I don't know, 10 seconds a person. Okay. Yeah. Once you, it's not a lot of work. Once you know what you're doing, you've got a pretty solid system down and it Mm -hmm. can, it can happen pretty quickly. Would you agree that there is a heavier lift in the beginning? I think so. Just trying to learn the site. Okay. You know, like learning all the tools and like what they do and the functionality of it. But you know, if you're relatively savvy, I know that there's people who are more savvy than others with, with, uh, the internets, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it's a pretty quick learn. The internet. Uh, you just got to mess around <laughs> with it a little bit. So, okay, cool. So if you're like Cody, it'll take you a very, very short amount of time. If you're like me, he was giving me the eye for those of you who aren't watching. Um, if you're more like me and, and you get more easily distracted more quickly, uh, it, it, just know that you don't need to give up. It just might be a little bit of a heavier lift in the beginning. So um, I use a system that is, it's not really widely known and it's not free. And I I was introduced to it through a coaching business that I have uh, or that I pay for. Um, But it's it's very similar to something like, I think, um, like, is it, is it acute? No, active campaign. So something very similar to active campaign. Uh, And one of the things that's in there is this whole workflow thing. And I remember like, that's just where, you know, somebody comes in and then you can send out an automated email or you can send out, um, you know, you obviously you would send out whatever it was that they signed up for. So if I have a freebie and they sign up for that, then that freebie goes out right away. But then I always understood workflows to just be like, what, what, what was I sending them later on? And then I went to the person who created this and I said, look, I need internal reminders for myself because I'll forget to follow up with them if they have not opened it, or maybe they have opened it, but I just haven't, haven't contacted them. And so I found this fast, fascinating little and fantastic little button in there. That's like, it says internal notification, which basically means that I can set it up to wait three days. And then it sends me a text, you know, reminder, um, you know, follow Mm. up with so-and-so because they downloaded your cheat sheet three days ago or three weeks ago or whatever. And so that's been really great. Uh, It's, it blows up my phone during those times, but that's okay because at least that's just a text message that sits there and then I can go and personally follow up up with them without having it feel like this weird automated bot that is then replying. Um, I have found that sometimes they just haven't downloaded it yet. <laughs> like They're just yeah. like, yeah, I showed interest in, and I, I just haven't had a chance. Sometimes they've downloaded it and haven't had a chance to really look at it. Um, but if you find a way to keep yourself in their ear in not a creepy way and also not a hounding way, they actually appreciate it. Like they're like, Oh, I forgot that I was supposed to do that because you guys realize your life is super busy. And so is theirs. And while they might've been scrolling on Facebook, when you put something out there and you said, Hey, are you interested in this? They were, they were in that moment. It was a genuine interest in that moment. And then their kid, like, you know, poop their pants or something. And they had to go and, and take care of that. And then, then they had to go make dinner. And then, you know, they had another business thing coming. 
your thing is now very much on the back burner because there's all these other urgent things that took place and you just might, you know, forget it. So um, never, never feel like you can't reach out to somebody to follow up because you're annoying them. Oftentimes they actually appreciate the reminder. Uh, I actually work for an insurance company in addition to what I do. And one of the things that I need to do for them is remind people if there was a payment that got returned. And there was this discussion in our in our team in the office about like, do we hound them? You know, they're already going to get that information from the billing department. Do we really want to rub it in that their payment was returned? And I just thankfully, because of my work with coaching, I, I just said, you know what? I think a lot of times they really either they don't know or they would appreciate the ability to just work with our agent, not with the billing department. So um, recently I created just a, a form that says something along the lines of, this is just a courtesy, you know, your, your auto policy is about to be um, expired is not the right word, uh, basically let go, because the payment source that we have on file did not work. And I did it in that way, because most of these people, it was either a return check or the payment was declined. But that feels really yucky. You know, we don't want to be feel judged. And so it was more along the lines of this particular source didn't work the way we wanted to. You will be getting a notice from the billing department, but we in the office would be happy to help you with that in-house if that's better for you. And some mm -hmm. people are like, I'll send a text and they'll call within 30 seconds <laughs> because they're like, I have the time to do it right now. It's not an email that I have to look at later. I don't want to wait for this billing thing. And some of them are like, oh, crap, I didn't even know. Like, oh, that expired. You know, that card that you have on file expired and I didn't even know that. So thanks for that heads up. So I just I share that because. It's, it's very similar to what we do with our coaching business. You know, just because you sent something out and somebody saw it, it doesn't mean that they remember to do that. And that, that kind of goes with the whole billing thing too. If you think about it, you know, if you've got somebody who's on an auto pay or who pays monthly and they haven't paid you, it can feel like you're chasing them sometimes. And sometimes it's just, they appreciate the, the heads up because they honestly forgot. Yeah, I've, I've had several, several instances to where, it takes people a handful of times of me checking in or, or reaching out mm -hmm. um, before they actually do what they said that they wanted to do. Yeah. Um, and I've had several instances to where I've done that and they have said, thank you so much for remembering this because things have just been crazy for me. You know, thank you for not giving up on me. Mm -hmm. Like I definitely want to do this, like blah, blah, blah. Like people appreciate it. I agree. And I, and I think that, as long as when you're reaching out to someone, whether it be for the first time, the second time, the third time, the fifth time, the 10th time, it doesn't matter. I think that the biggest thing that can help you overcome that fro-yo, that fro-ro, <laughs> you're, all, you're all like wanting frozen yogurt is what you're yeah. doing. <laughs> fro -yo. It's on my mind. <laughs> yes, we know where we're going after this, right? <laughs> That's right. I'm over here eating carrots and I want to throw you. Okay. Anyways. So to overcome the foro. Yeah, the fear of reaching out. Um, I, I think that as long as you remember why you're doing it, that's the, that's the really big picture. I agree. Because we're not doing it to try and make a quick buck. Right. We are, we are reaching out to these people because we, we actually want to help them. You know, like that's why we're doing what we're doing. Mm -hmm. I don't think that there's really anyone listening to the show 
that like became a financial coach because they just think that they can get rich off of it. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think that's the case. Like, I think that all of us became financial coaches because we desperately want to help people probably because of something that we went through. Yeah. And if we approach the situation like that, no matter what we're offering, whether it be, you know, a, a discovery call or a tool or a webinar or, or whatever it might be, if you reach out to those people with a caring heart versus just trying to make a quick buck, people can feel that. I agree. People can see that. Mm -hmm. And I think that if you were to just be genuine with it, that not only would it be better received by the person receiving your message, but I also think that it'd be more comfortable for us to reach out because we know that we're doing it with the best intentions in mind. I agree. I agree. So to the beautiful group member who posed this question in our group, we hope that that response satisfies your, your fear <laughs> and, and that you will reach out. And if you need help figuring out, like, I don't want to use the word script because it goes hundred percent against what Cody just said. Um, you know, if, if you're going to reach out with a, a heart and a, um, a true desire to serve that individual, then having a script is going to feel kind of weird. Mm -hmm. However, having either bullet points or just the first sentence to kind of get you into a conversation, because again, you know how to have a conversation. You're just allowing that fear to take up your headspace. And it's sometimes really difficult to get started. So if you need help with that, then certainly reach out to us. We can workshop that with you and help you figure out like, how do you get that first couple of words or sentences out? And, um, and yeah, we would be, we'd love to do that with you. So you can join the group if you have not already, because that's where we're going to be able to know that that's what you're looking for in terms of support. That group is called New Money Habits Financial Coaches. It is growing by leaps and bounds, and we're excited to have more and more fantastic coaches in there. And if you have a specific question or desire to reach out to either Cody or I, you can do that by going to podcast at newmoneyhabits.com and just send us an email and we'll go ahead and respond to you there as well. Did I miss anything, Cody? Uh, I don't think so. Can you can you say FORO one more time? I can. I haven't screwed it up yet. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I'm the one that made it up and I've been screwing it up this entire time. But there's so many other things that I screw up that I'm just going to hang on to this one. <laughs> yeah. Yes, FORO, fear of reaching out. And I love it. I think it's it's very, very true to a lot of what we have uh, going on internally. And uh, so I'm really glad that you were able to coin that today here on the Financial Coaches Podcast <laughs> mm -hmm. among all of the listeners who, who get to get into our inner minds uh, because you all know that we never... We never really uh, do anything to edit these. Like you, what you hear is absolutely what happens behind the scenes. And so, yep. you know, yeah, <laughs> they, they get all of it. All right. So, so that they don't have to hear us continue to ramble on. Let us go ahead and close this one out for today. You guys, we are so, so grateful and honored that you show up every single week to listen to this podcast. We appreciate you sharing it. We appreciate the reviews and we look forward to seeing you next week. Have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks guys. <laughs>